We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you magnificent being. I'm hoping you're feeling aligned and centered, grounded and grateful. So how is your relationship with yourself? Do you live a life of faith and confidence? Do you trust your inner wisdom and all of creation? Today, I have to say I do, but it wasn't always this way. And, you know, I've had this relationship with Empower Radio since 2009. I was asked to do a radio interview and enjoyed it thoroughly. Shortly thereafter, the president of Empower asked me if I would consider doing my own show. My knee-jerk response to this was absolutely not. When my husband said, you know, this is what you've been waiting for. I said, no, this is not what I've been waiting for. He reminded me of my words. You said you wanted a bigger audience and reach more people. You want to be of service. It's just not that this isn't what I thought it was going to look like. I didn't think radio was where I wanted to go. I had to sit with it. Why was my response a no? Was it really because it wasn't a fit? Or was it because I was being asked to stretch out of my comfort zone? I got quiet and went within. I asked the still small voice what I should do. I heard some words come forward that my husband said, this is what you've been waiting for. Ah, so I took a deep breath and a big glass of water and I called Brent Carey back and I said, okay, I'm going to do this. Though I was scared and though I was not confident that I had anything to contribute, I stretched and I went out of my comfort zone. And I don't think any of us can live up to our potential, manifest our purpose, or live a life of passion unless we have the courage to go into uncharted territory and are willing to stretch. And this is something else I believe to be true. If we want to be of service, if we want to be a light worker, if we want to help bring in more love and healing to the world, we can be. You can be. You have the opportunity to be used and be of service. It just may not look the way you think. You have unique gifts and a combination of talents you may not even be aware of. And if you say, God use me, he won't say no. Set your intentions, keep your heart open and scan the horizon for red flags and green lights. Relax, have faith in yourself, keep the dialogue open with the universe and you will be guided into the mystery. This is my story and how I've manifested a magical life and incredible career and you can too. And now I get to connect with some awesome friends and I get to introduce you to some powerful teachers, healers, authors, and uplifters. My guests often reveal profound tools, tips, nuggets of wisdom through my conversations on Empower Radio. And I'm so, so grateful for this opportunity. And today I'm grateful to be connecting with Dr. Shumsky. Susan Shumsky has dedicated her life to helping people take command of their realities in highly effective, powerful, and positive ways. Dr. Shumsky is a highly respected spiritual teacher, award-winning author, and founder of Divine Revelation, a unique field-proven proven technology for contacting the divine presence within, hearing and testing the inner voice, and receiving clear divine guidance. For 22 years, her mentor, mentor was Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who was the guru of the Beatles and the guru of Deepak Chopra. Dr. Shumsky served on Maharishi's personal staff for seven years. She's a sought-after media guest and highly acclaimed professional speaker. She's the best-selling author of 13 books and is a pioneer in the field of human potential. 
She has spent nearly 50 years teaching thousands of people meditation, prayer, affirmations, and developing their intuition. Some of her books include Miracle Prayer, Divine Revelation, Exploring Meditation, Exploring Chakras, How to Hear the Voice of God, Ascension, Instant Healing, The Power of Auras, The Power of Chakras, Awaken Your Third Eye. Today, we're going to be talking about her new book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition. And it's some good stuff. I read it. I loved it. I recommend it. So, Dr. Shumsky, thank you so much for being here again today on Journey to Center. Oh, well, it's my joy, and uh, thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So you say something so beautiful in the beginning of your book, and I'm like, I'm a fan. You say, you can surrender to the living presence of God, become a mystical vessel of spirit. You can become the loving channel of spirit and do the works of God. You can fulfill your destiny and see the world through the eyes of God, hear the divine voice, feel the divine presence, Breathe the breath of spirit. Allow your heart to beat with the heart of God. Walk in the footsteps of the Almighty. Do the works of spirit. Let the Holy Presence live through you to fulfill your divine purpose and destiny. You can live the life worth living, the life divine. <sighs> and that's that's for everyone, right? It's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very so, true, by the way. It is true. And... And I think anybody that says, yes, I want that, and raises their hand, they can have it. Is that correct? It's really very simple. Yes, you can have that. It's really a matter of having a sincere desire for it, asking for it, and receiving it. Really, that's about it. That's it. So, Susan, I'd like to hear more from you in regards to your um, understanding of what intuition and divine intuition is. What is it and how can we open more fully to it? Well, really, there isn't any intuition other than divine intuition. (laughs) If it's clear intuition, then it is divine (laughs) intuition, meaning it's coming from the divine source. It's coming from your higher self. We have this ego self, but we also have a higher self. And in India, they call that the Atman. The higher self is the aspect of our being that knows the truth, sees the truth, and lives the truth. In fact, the higher self is our true divine nature. It is God within us. It is our uh, perfect divine ideal uh, beingness. And it is who we really are. There's a difference between who you think you are and who you really are. Your ego, which is your past habits, beliefs, history, ideas, concepts, constructs, subconscious mind, conscious mind, all of that, your ego is who you think you are. You identify yourself as these things that are temporary material things, such as your history, your education, your bank account, your family, your friends, whatever. But who you really are is something entirely different. Who you really are is a magnificent, divine, powerful, spiritual being that is immortal, that has no boundaries, no limits, that is infinite creativity, infinite expression, infinite joy, infinite power, infinite grace. Mm. Who you really are is a divine being of light. And so when you identify yourself as who you really are, then you have a different kind of life, a different quality of life. That's so true. Yeah, because we can either identify with our human selves, our separate selves, or we can identify with our soul self. 
Exactly. So much more fun when I think we are really congruent and aligned with our soul self. To me, that's when life started to become really miraculous. There's a lot more synchronicity and a lot more fun and joy and magic, but we have to kind of be willing to surrender control, I think, in order to have that kind of life. Is that your perception as well? I would agree with that, Tammy. It's really a matter of allowing yourself to be who you really are, which does require you to let go of these false beliefs that you've been carrying around. So it's a matter of experiencing who you really are. If you can have the experience of who you really are in meditation, and if you can do that on a regular basis, in other words, practice, 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 then eventually uh, it really becomes second nature to you. In other words, you begin to really truly identify with your higher self rather than your lower self. Mm -hmm. And just like anything in life, something that you want to become proficient at, something that you want to learn, it takes practice. It takes practice to learn how to play the piano. It takes practice to learn how to uh, be a mathematician or anything else. So it takes practice to... Similarly, it takes practice to experience who you really are, and that can be done through meditation. And it also takes practice to get clear with receiving divine intuition, uh, which I don't know if I sufficiently really said what that means. Divine intuition would be receiving messages, clear messages from spirit with a capital S from your higher self from that aspect of your being that is who you really are. So divine intuition would be insight or receiving messages that are normally hidden from view when we live in this material world. We're getting information in the material world, but intuition is something different. That is getting information about things that are not readily available, things that are hidden from view through methods such as clairvoyance, clairaudience. There are other ways to receive intuition, but what I teach, which is kind of unique, I teach people how to receive these messages at will, not just, oh, once I had a spiritual experience and it kind of hit me over the head. No, this is about actually learning step-by-step how to receive true divine guidance, divine intuition, receiving true divine impressions of uh, and mystical experiences whenever you ask for them at will. And it is such a relief to have that touchstone of, of um, wisdom and power at our fingertips. And again, I think we can all um, develop this if we really want to, if it's sincere. And I do like how you've laid it out in your book in such a, a clear, succinct fashion. You make it very, very accessible. So, well, thank you for that. The, uh, the book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition, is written like a kind of like a seminar in the sense that you step-by-step learn how to do it. And it's, it's really a learning. It's like a primer or a seminar or a workshop, whatever you want to call it. It's a way for you step-by-step to learn how to, uh, to do this, how to step-by-step open to spirit, learn how to receive the messages, learn how to uh, remove blockages that are preventing you from getting the messages clearly, and also learning how to test the messages through a 10-test system that I provide. 
10 tests of spiritual discernment. So it's all laid out there in, in kind of a kind of a seminar. Anybody yes. can take this seminar and learn it. Yes. And so, Susan, and, and also, why, do you think, also, yeah. why do you think people resist sitting out and doing this? I think, you know, a lot of times when I have felt I need, really need to meditate, then I resist it even more. And, and then why do you think it's so challenging to follow our inner guidance? Why is it so hard? It's so simple. Why do we make it so hard? Oh, well, <laughs> it, isn't so, <laughs> it isn't so easy. That's why. Uh, it's very easy to receive the messages. All that you have to do is ask for the message while you're in a meditative state. It's really not that difficult to do that. And it's also not that difficult to learn how to distinguish and discern, make sure the message is clear. I do teach that with my 10 test system that you can learn by simply reading the book and practicing it. But the, the difficult thing, Tammy, the, the most difficult thing is when you get the guidance, actually listen to it and trust it and follow it to actually act upon it. And the reason why that is so challenging is because you are often asked to do things that are very challenging. For example, in your introduction, you talked about you were guided to do a radio, the radio show, but that was really out of your comfort zone. It was something that you did not want to do, and you resisted it, but spirit told you to do it. And that is so common. Uh, really, a lot of the things that you'll be guided to do when you listen to that still small voice, when you listen to the true voice of spirit, will be things that stretch the edge of your envelope. So it's, it's uncomfortable for people to stretch their boundaries. And you'll be guided to do that again and again if you listen to that inner voice and trust it and follow it. So, yeah, it's not easy, actually. I mean, you say it's easy, but it really isn't. (laughs) Yeah, it isn't. Um, And and a couple of other things you write about that I really loved. You talk about miracle consciousness. Mm -hmm. Love the sounds of that. What is it and how can we get it? (laughs) Miracle (laughs) consciousness just... It has to do with faith, and it has to do with trusting. And, you know, it's really easy to trust and have faith in something if you've had experience of that thing. If you haven't had experience, it's very difficult <laughs> to have faith and trust. And I, I actually think that atheists are very intelligent people because they're not going to trust or believe in something that they haven't personally experienced. And I agree with that. I think that we should personally experience things before we have faith and trust in them. So what happens is if you listen to that inner voice and if you follow the guidance and then some miracle happens in your life, then you have greater faith in that inner voice and you can trust it more and more. And it's a cycle like that of miracles and trust and miracles and trust and, you know, Listening, following, miracle, trust. Listen, follow, miracle, trust. So you're getting more and more faith. You're getting more and more miracle consciousness as you go along when miracles are happening in your life all the time. And little coincidences that are not really coincidental are happening all over your life and you're in the right place, the right thing, the right people show up. And, you know, these synchronicities are taking place all the time in your life. And when that happens over and over again, you have greater and greater miracle consciousness. And that really helps to develop higher awareness. It also helps with manifestation because 
when you have more faith and trust, it's easier and easier for you to manifest your dreams and goals and desires. That's so true. You know, it's like, again, you know, I set my intentions and then I scan the horizon. Look for the red flags, green lights, because I know I'm loved, I know I'm supported, and I trust it. And it's taken a while to get to this place, but um, I recommend it. And it it does. It takes courage. It takes stepping out of the comfort zone. It takes stretching. But I think it's the only way we can have a miracle-filled, magical life. We have to partner with that mystery. So, yeah, it's it's fun. Very good way of expressing it, yeah. It's it's fun. It's super fun. It's heaven on earth to me. (laughs) It is. So. Something else you talk about that I love is inner genius. We all have, like, mm-hmm. I think, a seed of inner genius. So how would you describe or explain that, and how can we nurture that, fertilize it, grow it? What might you say to that? Mm-hmm. So we do have an inner genius, and that inner genius is our higher self. Uh, from our ego self, we have a limited perspective, and we can do limited things. From the aspect of our higher self, when we identify more and more with who we really are, then we're able to do things that are seemingly miraculous. For example, Mozart, he said that he did not even compose or write these works, these genius works of music. That, in fact, he heard the music with his inner ear or with his, shall we say, clear audience ability. He just heard the music and then he transcribed it. And other musicians, such as Beethoven and Schumann, have said the same thing. Mm -hmm. So these great uh, works, uh, great creative expressions, come from a place that is our inner genius, which is our higher self. Mm -hmm. And we can develop that through practice. Practice, practice, practice is a way to develop your inner genius. So, for example, if you're an artist, Getting in touch with your higher self and allowing that higher self to do the work through you. Oh, yeah. That is a way for your inner genius to come out and flow through you. I recommend very strongly uh, a, a practice that I call speaking through. Speaking through means in your meditation, when you're receiving messages from spirit, say them out loud. Mm. And as you say them out loud, that develops your connection with spirit very strongly. And the reason I say that is because it isn't just in the internal uh, uh, subjective plane that you're experiencing spirit. You're actually bringing out into the world, into the outer realm, into this gross physical plane. You're actually speaking those words out loud. And in that way, you are bringing that spiritual consciousness right up out into the world. So I highly recommend speaking through. Speaking through means just just describing what you're experiencing while you're in meditation. Just saying, if you're getting words, say the words. If you're seeing visions, describe the vision. If you're uh, getting feelings, uh, specific feelings that are related to uh, your experience and your question perhaps that you asked, say it out loud. And as you do that more and more, you'll, you'll develop more deeply your connection with spirit with a capital S. I love that so much. I've never tried it and I'm going to. I find it very exciting. That's a great yeah, it's powerful. Um, technique. And you'll you'll find the words of incredible poetry will start coming through you. I love that. You know, I like I read something that Mother Teresa read um recently wrote or spoke of recently that I love. She goes somebody was complimenting her for her good work. She goes 
I'm not doing anything. I'm a pencil in God's hand. I'm a pencil. And I say all the time, okay. I want to be a paintbrush in God's hand or a, you know, mm-hmm. a flute that he plays music through. And, and I want to be a conduit for the divine to work through on planet earth, because I think the world needs more God. <laughs> and I want to, I want to, I want to be a spokesperson for God. <laughs> That's my exactly. boss. Exactly. <laughs> ambassador of spirit. God's philanthropist, God's ambassador, definitely. Yes, and that's what you're doing as well. It's abundantly clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do my best. Uh, you know, I'm definitely not perfect at it. I do what I can. <laughs> because it's, like I said before, it's not that easy to follow the inner God. But I do. I do try to. I try to be obedient as much as I can on a daily basis. I do ask and I do receive. Sometimes I forget to ask, though, about every little thing. And sometimes I get into trouble if I don't ask first and I make a choice or decision without uh, receiving inner guidance about it, without without asking uh, what is highest wisdom in a given situation. And if I make major decisions without asking for guidance, then I sometimes don't make the right decision. You make such a good point. I've done the same thing recently. I made a choice. I was like, this isn't working well. And God's like, did you wait for me? Did you wait for me to give you the guidance? Or, you know, I looked at dreams or meditation. I was like, nope, I relied on my own understanding. Uh, whoopsie. It says in the Bible, lean, lean not unto your own understanding. That's what he said to me. Exactly. Well, I guess God was quoting the Bible. Or the Bible was quoting God. <laughs> uh, you got my funny bone with that. From the Proverbs, actually, Solomon. Oh, uh, that's some good stuff. Oh my God, I'm laughing. So we have about five minutes. Susan, can you give us some final words of wisdom? Can you give us some more tips and tools? You've given us a lot. You've been very generous. But um, do you have anything else you want to uh, give to us? Yes, a- I'd like to teach. Uh, I had promised in a previous uh, previous interview. I had promised that I would teach a specific affirmation, the mm-hmm. one that. I learned from that crazy guy who tried to teach me about this method, divine revelation, the crazy affirmation that I learned from him that helped me uh, decide to learn this method. So I'm going to teach everyone that affirmation, and it's called the self-authority affirmation. And anytime you say an affirmation, anytime you use the powerful words, I am, say those words as if it is your higher self saying those words through you. Not your ego saying it, your higher self saying it. So let's, this is how we do this affirmation. It goes like this. I am in control. I am one with God. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I close off my aura and body of light to the lower astral levels of mind, and I open to the spiritual world. Thank you, God, and so it is. That's pretty powerful. It works. <laughs> I can see where it would. It You're, um, work. I, I think, really claiming your loyalty to your soul. Mm-hmm. Very clearly, yeah, very, I am very empowered way. You honor your higher self, yes. And I say everything we want comes from that. It does, in fact. We can really get distracted by the stuff of the world. No, I need this. I want that. And we can get kind of fear-based and grabby about the stuff in this um, illusion, Maya, if you will. Or we can like really keep our eye focused on that bigger picture, which is our soul or spirit. 
And I believe when we go for God, all things will be added unto thee. That's right. <laughs> That's been my experience anyway. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be either or. It can be and. You That's know, it right. doesn't have to be right, the money Tammy. or God. It can be both. Exactly. That's right, Tammy. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, again, I think this is heaven on earth. And I think it's accessible for, for everyone if we're willing to really go for God. Listen to that. Yeah, well, it's really going for God just means going for yourself. It just means realizing who you really are. For sure. It means accepting your true divine nature, which is, you know, you are connected with spirit. Royal with heirs uh, to the universe. And I, I like something Marianne Williamson said. So many humans are like princes and princesses playing around trash cans. And I went, oh, my God, I, I feel like that sometimes. But no, mm -hmm. if you're listening, you are royalty. You are a prince or princess. And just to relax into that knowingness and that value, that personal value. <sighs> it feels really good to be able to receive that. Absolutely. Yes. So, Susan, your website again, drsusan. Uh, my website is drsusan.org. That's drsusan.org. And I have another website, which is divine travels. Dot com that's d i v i n e t r a v e l s dot com divine travels dot com so uh, check it out or you can just google me susan shumsky and uh, find out about me so it's all good and i uh, would love for you to come on one of our sacred travels uh, travels to sacred destinations or one of our cruise ship seminars where we have some amazing other uh, great famous Virtual speakers and teachers, and check it out. Divine that Travels. Sounds like a good time. That sounds like a good time. All right. Thank you so much, Susan. You are precious. You're an earth angel. Thank you for saying yes to being human and yes to being on our show on Empower Radio. <laughs> thank you, Remy. Thank you, Brent, for this forum. Thank you, my friends, for hanging out. Please get in touch with me, Tammy B. PhD. I'm on Twitter and Facebook. I want to connect with you. This is about relationship, connection, relatedness. It's how we heal. It's how we ascend. It's, it's what makes life worth living on this planet. So God bless you. You're my heart and prayers. Onward and upward. Bye for now.